Welcome to Girl, Your Journey Starts Here podcast with your host, Olivia B. Shepard, transformation coach and mental health advocate focusing on helping individuals release old habits, heal old wounds, and retrain their minds to go from barely surviving to thriving. She presents the best content on business, self-development, and mental health. Tune in. With Olivia, you'll have your moment of transformation no matter where you are in your life. Happy Friday. Happy Friday and happy fourth season to me. Yay. Yes, this is my fourth season doing this podcast. Who knew that I would be going four seasons strong I'm super excited about that. The best thing that I've ever done besides being a mama is talking. So what better way to do any talking I want to without people telling me to shut up is on my own podcast. Yay, yay, yay for that. So welcome back to my listeners. If you are a new subscriber, thank you. If this is your first time, please don't forget to click and subscribe so that you will get a podcast dropped to you every Friday. To my veteran listeners, thank you for hanging in there with me. And every time I start back up, you all are right there with me. Um, for the new people that are coming on and trying to figure out who I am, I'm Olivia B. Shepherd, transformation coach and mental health um, advocate. I am changing all things about myself and all things about my coaching. I'm being led to do some 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 different things and going on a different path. So now I'm on a path to create healing, helping women transfer how you how you feel, see and speak to yourself to promote healthy healing and growth. Okay? A lot of us are on a healing journey. And I wanted to, you know, create a path where you are able to take that journey peacefully and get on that journey without any, you know, because there are going to be bumps in the road on your journey. And I just want to be able to help women get there, you know, without the bumpy ride. Okay, so that's the way that I am thinking about. Well, I have decided to take my coaching program and my coaching um, business right now, but I am super excited to have you all back because I have tons and tons and tons of topics to talk about. I also have tons and tons of guests that have I, I have actually signed up and will be actually coming on. Um, and that's going to be every other Friday instead of cocktails and conversations. It is just going to be conversations with Lady O. And I'm going to have mental health experts. I'm going to have self-love experts. I'm going to have people who talk about money and sex and so on and so forth. Because remember, this podcast is about everything. Okay, so I don't stick to just like one topic. It's about promoting healthy healing and growth. And in order to do that, we have to talk about a lot of things. And one of those things that we're going to talk about today is it is time to face your fears. Now, I wanted to come up with, I came up with this topic, and I would like to say that this topic, I have the topic already written out, you know, that I was going to talk about, and I, um, you know, already had my notes for it, but I was, it, 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 it became a confirmation to me, because I had to do something the other day 
and I had to go face my fear. For those of you all who follow me, know that I just moved to Texas seven months ago. For those of you all who don't know, I am originally born and bred from South Carolina. Um, I moved here seven months ago with my hubby for a job by his choice, not mine. <laughs> but I am, you know, I'm a good wife. So, you know, here I come. You know, I'm going to go with my husband and we are going to start a new life here in Texas. And so far, so good. Still learning some things. Um, it's a big, big ass state. I mean, they are not lying. Texas is a huge state. And where I'm living at in San Antonio, it is seriously, I'm still finding new things to do every day. I'm still finding new ways to drive, to get back to my house. Like it is, it's a lot going on here, but I'm super excited about the learning journey. So, you know, just, you know, trying to find my way here. Um, not going to lie that I haven't, I've, I've experienced, you know, all of the feelings of sadness, the feeling, feelings of loneliness, the feelings of being homesick, because I hear they're kind of different. <laughs> they're kind of different out here. You know, I'm trying to find my tribe. I'm trying to find a group of women that I can hang out with, a group of women that I can possibly find a church to go with. To, with. Um, it's It's been hard. So, you know, I've just decided to let God handle that um, and let people come into my life how it, I'm just going to let it happen. You know, I'm just not going to, you know, rush anything because I don't want to make a mistake. And for those of you all who know me, I am no longer tolerating bringing people into my life, helping people and trying to make these connections with people and then have them betray me like the people in the past. So I'm I'm just going to kind of sit it out and wait. But my podcast and talking to friends online and my, you know, my, my besties, they still um, talk to me, you know, every now and then, but we all have our different separate lives and my son is still in South Carolina. So I'm of course talking to him and, you know, my grandbabies, I'm seven hours, hours away from my grandbabies. So still like a plane ride to get to them or a seven hour drive, but I am just a tad bit closer and they have been with me. So enough about me enough about what's going on well then again not enough about me because this is why I wanted to have this episode uh topic today it is time to face your fears so a couple of weeks ago being here in Texas um I received on my front porch a racial flyer and it was depicting black people as monkeys um, it was attached to dog food and my husband found it because I apparently must've got in the shower at that time. I didn't hear my ring doorbell go off. So we don't know actually who, who left, left the, the, the note. Um, because I, apparently our cameras at that time were not working. Like the subscription ran out that day. And remember we're new here, we're renting. So, you know, it's a bunch of mess that's going on with trying to, you know, get your house all set up without having like a contract for your security system. But I digress. Well, getting that paper in my hand living here was very hurtful and my anxiety rose to a hundred. Um, 
It was just a mess, you know. Now, for those who know me know that I'm very political. So I am like open, ready for this fight. Okay. Like, oh, you know, seriously, you're going to bring this to my door? Excuse me. So, okay, fine. I'm ready. Um, So I went around to neighbors. Of course, they didn't get it. But, you know, me and my husband got it. So, you know, I, I was very upset about it. Well, hubby, on the other hand, was very upset. But he didn't want to talk about it anymore because he didn't he didn't want us to be victims. And so me and him just kind of left it alone. But me as a fighter, like, you know what? I cannot let this pass. You know, I can't do this. Now, I ended up making a report. I ended up going to the town hall here. I even ended up doing a video this past Thursday um, about the flyer. Uh, you all can catch that. It, it's actually on the San Antonio news um, here. And, you know, I had to face my fear of consequences or backlash that would happen to me. They didn't disclose my name. And at first I didn't want to show my face. But I knew that it was something I needed to stand up for. I should not. I should not have to come home to see this rhetoric on my porch it's unacceptable behavior i know that we're in so-called trump's america well it's gonna stop with me now okay um i don't know if you're a red hat if you do listen to this this is unacceptable i'm a good person you don't know me and so for you to leave that type of smut behind is unacceptable behavior to me So I sat on it for a while because of the fact that my husband was like, you know, I don't want to talk about it. You know, I like my privacy and I don't want anybody to know about it. And all I kept thinking was, I got to face my fear. I got to I got to let somebody know that I don't find this acceptable. Consequences be damned, because, yes, I am thinking about what if they come back and burn a damn cross on my yard? I mean, I don't put anything past these white power people because that's what the um it was about a race war and they wanted you to go to white power something something okay i didn't actually read the words per well the the actual uh internet uh the website but it was just the it, it was just a despicable flyer but i had to think about my the injustice that i did receive And I had to also put my foot down like you can't do this and I don't want this to happen to anybody else. I want to be in this state and this is not how I want to be welcomed here. So I had to face my fears and the consequences of what may or may not happen. Now, every day since I've received that flyer, I have prayed for these people. I literally say, you know, to God, like, you know, look over because, you know, you're supposed to pray for your enemies, period. You're supposed to pray for them. And so I literally in my quest, uh, I mean, in my prayer request, I ask God to forgive these people because hurt people hurt people. For all I know, they have grown up someplace, you know, or they could just be radicalized. Either way, they're hurting. And the new me likes to think that everybody now has some type of struggle that I don't see, so I can't judge. Everybody knows the old me was ready to be fired up. But no, I pray for these people because I feel sorry for them. If this is the type of life that you want to live hateful and be sinful and want to be, 
you know, all up in arms about somebody's race, then that's your business. That's your energy, but you will not project it onto me. So I had to face the consequences that would come behind that or will come behind that. Okay. But I prayed about it and I'm going to let God handle the rest of it. But it got me to thinking about those of you all who are not facing your fears. Those of you all who are scared to face confrontation. Those of you all who are scared of the consequences of setting boundaries and worrying about the consequences that will come behind those things. Okay. I, you know, not talking about fears like my fear of lizards that everybody knows that I have, um, not that type of fear, but the fear of setting boundaries, the fears of confrontation, the fear of consequences of doing what you need to do to promote healthy healing. You're on a healing journey, but you are afraid to do the things that you need to do to help that journey along. So you have got to face your fears. And that's what we're going to talk about today. I have a lot of clients that come to me that always talk about, well, I'm going to set boundaries. And then the next thing I look around is, well, I need to be tougher on my boundaries. So they set the boundaries. They tell me they need to be tough on the boundaries. But then it comes back around is I'm just afraid of the consequences. I'm afraid of consequences and confrontation. I'm afraid about what this person is going to do to me. I'm afraid what this person is going to say to me. I'm afraid about what this person is going to, how this person is going to make me feel. Boundaries are to protect you. If you are in a relationship where you have to set boundaries with someone, the relationship is already flawed. I don't think you all get that. If you are in a situation where you have to set boundaries with yourself, with the people around you, then you are already in a flawed relationship. And these people are overstepping the needy you. Because you have decided that I'm so, I need this person in my life. I need these people around me. I need this, 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 this comforting relationship that is comfortable to me. So I'm not going to set boundaries, but I'm also going to complain because these people don't treat me correctly. So you're not facing your fears out of respect of what the people are going to say around you or do. It is time for you to face your fears. If you know that you need to set boundaries with someone, and I'm not just talking about boyfriend and girlfriend relationships or, you know, husband and wife. I'm talking about with friends, coworkers. I'm talking about with your next door neighbor, your children. Set boundaries with people so that you can teach them how to treat you. I'd be damned if I'm going to sit in a relationship and constantly be going in circles all because I'm afraid of what may happen. Well, if you think about it, something is already happening and it's something that's not good. This is why you have decided that you needed to set the boundaries. 
I know boundaries to those of you all. I got a good heart, people. Y'all know how I feel about that statement. That it hurts you all to have to be mean to them. Yet you've taken years of them being mean to you. And since we're celebrating Domestic Violence Awareness Month, you do know that emotional abuse is abuse. See, I think we think, well, my child, whatever my child says, they're just, um, they're just, just frustrated about some things. Well, your children don't get to overstep boundaries. Your children don't get to cuss you out. Your children don't get to tell you off. So no, that's not something that you need to deal with. Your, your husband doesn't get to tell you off. Your girlfriend doesn't get to bully you and tell you off. No. Do not let those red flags fly continuously. Face your fears, set the boundaries, confront what you need to in order to heal. If you conceal it, you're never going to heal from it. If you say, okay, this week, all right, this person is doing this. And you know what? I'm just going to wait till next week. Then possibly next week, this, he or she will be better. And, and, now, and now I just won't have to confront it. But then you know what? You're never going to heal from it. For those of you all who got baby daddy, baby mama situations where you're so afraid that you're trying to keep these relationships because of the kids. But do you realize that what you're doing is hurting the kids? If you are allowing someone to constantly badger you, if you're allowing someone to constantly tell you that you're not a good parent, if you're allowing someone to constantly tell you how they're going to call the law on you or they're going to call the courts on you, if you are allowing that, you think your children don't see that or hear that? Don't use your children as an excuse not to set boundaries, face your fears, and confront the thing head on. I had to face my fear tons of times. I had to face my fears when it came to me setting boundaries with my family members. I had to face my fear of the backlash of what other family members would say when I decided that I no longer wanted to talk to a certain set of my family. There are things in my marriage that I had to face my fear of because my husband is one of those people who does not apologize. He never does any wrong. He never sees anything wrong with his behavior towards me sometimes. But I had to face the fear of, let me tell you what's going to happen. And once I did that, and it's so funny because this happened literally about a couple of weeks ago. He was, you know, he's going through, to me, I think he's going through a midlife crisis. He will never admit that. Not my problem, but that's what you're going through. And he made a statement and he did some things. And, you know, I and, and I said, you know what? I'm tired. I said what I needed to say. Consequences be damned. I confronted the situation. And I stood my ground. I'm no longer allowing what he's going through to disturb my spirit. 
I'm not gonna no longer gonna worry about well you know he ta- he pays all the bills or you know he got he has me here in Texas and I'm so afraid to be alone I I didn't care and he will tell you he he literally had to laugh about it. he was like well you were gonna let me go weren't you and was bye I'm done I'm done arguing I'm done arguing about where you want to go in life go. Because I also have a place where I want to go in life. I'm not taking you down with me by, you know, saying hurtful things or doing hurtful things. I'm not going to make him miserable because I'm miserable. Remember, misery loves company. So when people are attacking you or when they're doing things to you, that you that make you feel low, that make you feel uncomfortable, it's because misery loves company. So they want you right there with them too. So they're going to attack you. They're going to do all of the things that they need to do to bring you down to their stinking level. And I refuse that with my husband. I'm not going to do that. I understand that he's going through something right now. And hey, buddy, you can go through that. I'm not, but you're not going to bring me down with you. The old me would argue about it. The old me would stand my ground by cussing and fussing and just telling him where it is. But guess what? That does nothing because it only causes friction and more arguments. I no longer have tolerance for arguments. This is why I have no longer have tolerance for hating those people who put that disgusting flyer there. Matter of fact, I even said on the news, if you want to have a conversation with me, buddy, do not knock on my door. Don't run. Don't just leave the little flyer there and run. Get your ass, be a grown man or woman, knock on my door and say, hey, I'm an oppressed white person. I'm mad that you're black and I want to talk. But they're cowards. They too need healing. Because hate of someone's color is just a made-up, foolish issue. But because they're not facing their fears, doesn't mean that I can't do it. I'm going to face my fears every single day. I'm going to confront what I need to confront. I'm going to talk over what I need to talk over with who I need to talk over it with. So if you are sitting out there right now and you know that you have had people run all over you, you've had people treat you like crap, you've had people say things to you, but you have taken it because you are so afraid of the consequences, then you're never going to heal. You can't heal one side of you. But I'm going to leave this side because if I just don't rile the horse up, then, you know, he won't start kicking and acting fool in the barn. That's not how healing works. Healing is a tough process, but you're going to have to confront every area in your life that's going to need to be healed. And facing your fear of setting boundaries Facing your fears of telling people how to treat you. If that is something that is fearful for you, then you are going to need a lot more healing than you think you do. Again, to my, I got a good heart people. I do too. 
but damn letting people trample on it. And I don't care if it's your children. I don't care if it's your spouse. I don't care if it's your mother, your father, your sister, your cousin, your brother, your church members. I don't care who it is. You treat people like you want to be treated, but if they are not going to do that, if they can't give you the same respect that you desire, why in the hell would you want these people around? I was tired of walking on eggshells with hubby. I was tired. And you know, a lot of this started like last year when we made this big move here is because he's going through some type of midlife crisis. And I would walk on eggshells and I would try to avoid the confrontation. Not because I was afraid of, you know, leaving or divorcing. No, I don't. I was like, no, I just don't want to argue. I just don't want to argue because I also didn't know how I would, would react because I was, I'm still healing. So I didn't know if the old me would come out and turn this piece out. I didn't know. So I was kind of avoiding it. But every time you avoid it, you don't heal from it. And if you avoid it one week when they acting stupid, and then the next week they're good, and then the next week they're acting stupid, I don't want to go through that repeated cycle. That's a repeated cycle of toxic behavior. Well, this week they're good because something is going good, so they're they're good. And then the next week you're taking it out on me because you're not, things don't go your way. You don't get to do that. I'm not your punching bag. And so the couple of weeks ago when he did it, I held the door open and I said, bye. Our lease is up March 2023. That's when I will leave Texas or this house. Whichever comes, however it goes. But I'm no longer dealing with this. And I closed the door and I sat back down and I continued to do my work at my computer. He went for a spin, apparently, and eventually he came back and he was like, well, you were going to let me leave. And was. And was. I'm not doing this. And sure enough, that, 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 that taught him a little lesson, but no, not much. Because he's right back in the same thing. And I, but instead of now repeating that cycle, he knows to stay away from me with that stuff. I have set my boundary. I, he knows that I'm not tolerating it any longer. He also knows that I will let him go. What's, what's the worst that's going to happen? He's going to divorce me, leave me stuck in Texas. No, he's not going to do that. Is he not going to talk to me around the house? Oh, okay. I got hobbies. I got friends. I got things to do. I can go and explore this entire state. I'm okay with that. See, because people who are miserable this way, usually they have nothing else to focus on. They don't have hobbies. They don't have lives of their own. So they come in and they try to ruin yours because you are happy, because you are healing, because you're getting help and you're being whole again. They don't like that. Because according to these toxic people, there's nothing wrong with them. They are perfect specimens. My husband knows that I call him Trump all the time. 
for look for those who don't realize that Trump is a narcissistic, unhealed person. And I feel sorry for the old orange person because he's very unhealed. His entire life has been spent getting even with people. His entire life has been spent trying to go after something. That's exhausting. So I have no tolerance for that. And when you're thinking about facing your fears of setting boundaries and confronting the people that you need to confront, remember that these people, if they are abusive physically, then that's a different story. You call the police, you get the hell out of that. But if they are emotionally abusing you, it's because they are hurt themselves. But you don't, you don't have to be their punching bag. You can set those boundaries. You can say to your, to them, this is not what I'm going to tolerate. How can I do that? I'm so afraid they might leave me. Well, if you don't want the person to leave you and you know that this person is this type of person, then you are really going to have to work on yourself. Because what in your mind makes you believe that you deserve that? What is going on in your mind that you think that it is okay for someone to treat you like crap and that you're supposed to take that? You can face your fears. You can set boundaries. Stop thinking about the consequences. And if the consequences is one of the consequences is that they leave you, then bye. Let that be somebody else's problem. Most of the times when you bully, when people bully you and they, and you cut them off or you set boundaries with them, they, yeah, they're for a, for a minute, they'll still try to get back in or they'll try to spread gossip about you or they'll threaten you. But once you decide to stand up and take that stand and say, Hey, I'm not going to tolerate it. They either go away or they start to change little by little. But nine times out of ten, they ain't finna do nothing drastic. They might stop speaking to you for a couple of weeks or a month. Because my, I'm telling you, nine times out of ten, either they know what they are doing is wrong, and so they can't come back because you called them on their BS. So they're not going to come back around because now they feel like fools because you finally stood up to them. How do they come back? Most people that do you this way are cowards. Yes, your children can be cowards. Yes, your boyfriend, your girlfriend can be a coward. Yes, your spouses can be cowards. People are only doing these things to you when you are weak and frail. This gives them strength and power. But when you take that away from them, they are little people. So face your fear and speak up for yourself. If the only way you're going to heal and grow from this crap is to face that fear. 
Setting boundaries protect you. They're not there to hurt the other person. They're not there to hurt people and be so that you can be mean to them. They are there because you want this person to treat you like you have treated them. Again, you need some major healing. If you have sat around and thought you deserve to be treated this way. Your children don't get, and I think a lot of people too, when it comes to kids, I think we, we think we raise them properly. And why would this child turn on me? Why would this? Because sometimes children are dealing with their own enemies. They're fighting battles too. But the one thing I have set with my son is you will not talk to me any kind of way. But see, the thing about it is I didn't raise my, my son the way my mother raised me. So we have a bond. I speak with my son every day. We tell each other that we love each other. I let him know how good I am and proud of him, even when he's doing things that I do not tolerate or, or like. We have an open line of communication. I didn't have that with my mother. I never did anything right in her eyes. So it was hard for me to establish this relationship with her. And so that was the person she raised. But when it, 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 but when it got to the point, when I decided that I needed to set these boundaries with her, at first, yeah, it was like, well, it's your own mom. You shouldn't do this, especially when you listen to other people. That's your mom. You shouldn't do this. But she shouldn't do it to me. You don't get to be a parent and be abusive. I'm a grown woman. I deserve respect. I'm a good daughter. And you will respect me. I'm ending the cycle. And I did. Of toxic behavior. From children. And parents. I ended that cycle. And my son is going to end the cycle with his son. But if you're not facing your fears. Then you're going to take that same type of toxic behavior. Into your, your grandkids. Your grandkids are going to experience the same exact thing. If you don't start right now facing your fears. And telling your children. Telling your, your mother. Your father. If you don't start saying to these people. Hey this is not what we're going to do. Because we are going to have grandkids one day. And I'm no longer tolerating this. It is time to face your fears. Stop avoiding what you know for a fact you need to deal with. You wonder why you're continuing to stay depressed and stuck and can't get out of your heads because you have not, you've taken responsibility somewhat. See, that's one of the first steps in my coaching program is to take responsibility. But see, the the responsibility you also have to take is how I let people treat me. If you are in my coaching program and if you are dealing with how people, people that are treating you bad, then you need to take responsibility for the fact of how they treat you. Stop avoiding it. You're slow in your progress because you are trying to heal every other thing except what you need to handle and heal. Because nine times out of 10, the stuff that you need to heal might be that. And that's what I needed to do. I needed to heal the toxic things in my life 
And once I started doing that with the toxic people, I was able to start healing fully from other things. So stop avoiding, stop concealing what you're trying to heal. Use positive self-talk. Say to yourself, okay, I don't deserve these things. These things are not the way I want. This is not how I want to be treated. I'm a good person. I don't know where I possibly have went wrong with raising this kid, or I don't know where I possibly went wrong when I married this person, or I don't know where I possibly went wrong for my coworker to continue to treat me this way, but I deserve better. I'm a good person. I do good by everybody. Yes, I might have some faults. Yes, I'm working on those things. I remember I if you listen to any of my previous podcasts or if you listen to me, I had a drinking problem. I had a cussing folk out problem. There were things that I needed to heal. But I be damn if I'm gonna sit around and heal myself in order for you to come in to wreck that healing. I've worked on me, work on you. So use positive self-talk. What's the worst that's going to happen? That's another reason why you don't face your fears because you're so busy assuming that the worst is going to happen. Well, I like to think you are already in the thick of it. If you're being cussed out and chewed out every day or if they're emotionally abusing you, you are already in the thick of it. So what's the worst that can happen? They're not going to talk to you? Well, that should be peaceful. They don't want to have a relationship with you anymore. Well, then you need to reevaluate yourself in the relationships that you do have. Everybody's not meant to go with you on your journey. And that might mean your children. That might mean your spouse. Meaning, you know, I don't condone divorce, but you know, people do drift apart. It's not in the realm of possibility that that wouldn't happen. We don't want it to happen, but things happen. What's the worst that could happen? Again, if you're in an abusive relationship, then this is not for you. If you know the worst that could happen, that you could be murdered or your children could be harmed, then that is something you literally need to take up with an actual therapist and the law enforcement people. But if somebody's just running around abusing you mentally and having you emotionally all crazy, get rid of them or put your foot down like I did. You are not weak. You are not a coward. You are victorious. Stop shrinking down and having people tower over you and disrespect you and treat you like crap. You don't deserve that. Stop being led by your emotions when it comes to facing your fears. Oh, well, they, they took me to dinner and they said, you know, that, you know, you know, cause sometimes now, sometimes people do will apologize when they have crappy behavior to me. That's called love bombing. They might send you a little card here. They might send you on a little, you know, take you on a little date. They might, you know, um, you know, just do, you know, like my husband, he never apologizes, but he'll say something like, Oh, would you like to go somewhere? No, I don't. You're not going to trick me, buddy. Uh-uh. And he knows that I will say no. He knows that I like to eat. He knows that I want to go somewhere. I want to get dressed up. I'm not. 
I know that this is a tactic. I know that this is something that this week is how you're feeling. Next week, you're going to feel a different way. I put, I put a stop to it. Stop being led by your emotions that one time out the entire month, they were good. Now, next week, you didn't set your boundaries. You rescinded your boundaries. You didn't stick up for yourself. Now, next week, you're back in the hell, the pit of hell. Because they are allowed to do that. They are allowed to play with your emotions. They're allowed to toy with your mind all because you have faced, you haven't faced your fears of confronting them and sticking to your boundaries. You get what you allow. And if you continue to repeat this toxic, toxic cycle of behavior, you're never going to heal. This is facing fear season. We are ending the rest of this year facing our fears. Consequences be damned. If you are in a situation right now and you know that you need to set boundaries with these people, you need to stand up for yourself and face your fear. This is facing fear season. I stood up for myself with that flyer being at my house. Consequences be damned. But I'm not going to let these people run me out of Texas. I'm not going to let these people run me out of my home. I'm a good person. And if they would like to talk about how oppressed they are as white folk, (laughs) okay, I can hear your story. Most people who know me, who get to know me, I've had tons of people who hated me before they ended up loving me to death. I probably could turn a racist around. I'm this, that damn good. I I can do this. I would have that person sitting up in my house drinking tequila shots, forgetting that I was a black person. I'm that confident that I could turn a racist around. It's going to be hard, but I will give it a try. Because I'm no longer going to walk around fearful of the consequences of these people. No one should have to live like that. And and even though that what I'm facing right now is not what you're facing, but I've already did what I needed to do when it came to facing my fears about setting boundaries and confrontation. I've already done that. And I'm still doing that. But I am on the right path to not allowing people to bully me. I'm not going to allow people's negative spirit to get into my peaceful spirit. And I am not going to tolerate miserable people using me as a punching bag. Consequences be damned. So that is it for this week. I am so happy to be back. I am just elated because I have so many things to speak and talk about. And I cannot wait to get back on here every Friday and, you know, just share topics with you all. I can't wait to start my conversations with Lady O on next Friday. 
I'm super excited about that series that's starting up because, I, again, I really like interviewing people. I really want to interview people. I really want to bring more people onto the podcast. So I am super excited about that. So until next time, I am rooting for you. I'm going to leave this affirmation with you. I am not a coward. I am courageous. I am victorious. I can face my fear at any time. I am not a coward. I am courageous. I can face my fear at any time. Have a great weekend. Bye, guys. You've been listening to Girl, Your Journey Starts Here. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Tune in next time for another episode with your host, Olivia B. Shepard. Until then.